I want to talk about what happened in Coots, Alberta, and some of the things that were found there amongst the weapons and so on and so forth. A white diagonal line on a black background. That is the calling card of a far-right extremist group that you may not have heard of before this week. And four men associated with the Coots blockade have been charged with allegedly plotting to kill RCMP police officers. The Mounties, however, have not publicly commented on any possible connections to this group. Dr. Barbara Perry is director of the Center on Hate, Bias, and Extremism at Ontario Tech University. Welcome to the program. What's what's this organization all about? What do we know about it? Well, it is, as you suggested, something that's really just come to our attention in the context of the, the Freedom Convoy, if you will, and, and uh, some of the blockades that we're seeing. Uh, and, and it is a group that has, uh, has some affiliation with what we call the accelerationist movement. Uh, and by that, we mean essentially what it says on the tin, that is that their intent is to accelerate or to provoke some sort of civil war. Um, now, for some, that harks back to the very traditional uh, Rahoa, racial holy war. Uh, or for others, it's sort of an all-out civil war intended to upset the current, what they see, uh, corrupt and uh, illegitimate government and to create a white ethno-nationalist state. And for them, that would take up that territory uh, in the diagonal uh, from Canada to the U.S. Okay, so hence the name itself. So this is an organization with uh, roots in the the United States, but also is here in Canada? Yeah, it is. And that's, uh, I think that's the case for the accelerationist movement generally, that it is spread across the border, uh, over the borders, in, in fact, and there's, you know, considerable give and take and collaboration uh, across the border between chapters there and chapters here. Uh, what's the link to January 6th? Well, January 6th for them was actually uh, celebrated as the beginning, uh, the onset of the Civil War, the long hoped for uh, Civil War as they understood it. And so, in fact, even in the context of the convoy, very early on as it was making its way across the country, there were folks within the movement and within Diagonal specifically referring to that as our January 6th. And so it was, I think, um, not necessarily the inspiration, although, you know, I'm sure it played in the back of some people's minds, uh, but it is something uh, that was worthy of emulation for for these folks. I'm speaking to Dr. Barbara Perry, who is the director of Center on Hate, Bias, and Extremism at Ontario Tech University. You know, there's been a a, a lot of spilled ink, a a lot of uh, talk show hours uh, eaten up, all talking about, you know, how much of what we've seen in Ottawa and the border is linked to extremism is is linked to these kind of groups. What's your sense? Yeah, it's become a really amorphous movement and it's really captured and embraced a whole array of ideologies. I think it's no surprise that one of the elements that uh, that they've really collected into the, uh, the movement, if you will, are right-wing elements because if we look at the uh, organizers, uh, none of whom had any relationship to the trucking industry, by the way, they do have some long and deep roots uh, associated with far-right elements. Um, and some of them were actually very much engaged and, and were organizers as well of the Yellow Vest movement and the uh, United We Roll convoy that we saw, what, now three, four years ago. Um, so, you know, again, no surprise with that kind of, uh, of ideology embedded at the outset 
that it was it was appealing and became a magnet for other far right uh, groups and, and individuals. Um, which is not to say, I mean, you know, I think a lot of truckers came to the movement early on for very authentic reasons um, and, and perhaps weren't even aware of what was happening, but they've been sort of exposed to um, these sorts of narratives for so long that it's become, I think, part of uh, the, the, the fabric woven into the movement by now. I, I like to think of myself as a bit of a student of history. I'm one of these history nerds that constantly reading history books. And what what strikes me is the replay here we have of an extremist element um, latching on to a wide discontent. I mean, there is a wide discontent in the country about any number of things people are upset about, about the pandemic, the restrictions, whatever. But that the, that this this discontent does not necessarily align itself with the extremist ideology, but yet there's a steering of it somehow by these groups. Could you comment on that? Yeah, and and I think that what you're alluding to is sort of the the fact that this is a populist movement, that it is a a, um, a movement that has. Uh, leveraged, I think, those very, very widespread uh, anxieties, concerns, grievances, uh, specifically related to COVID, but, but beyond that as well. Uh, and I think that because that those, those sorts of right-wing narratives were already circulating, uh, that became the leading narrative for making sense of uh, of those concerns. I mean, we've had you know sort of uh, bubbling up from from the U.S., but we've had that sort of anti-status, anti-authority uh, element um, bubbling about in the Canadian context as well. If you remember, just back to the last federal election. Uh, you know, anti-statism and, and anti-Trudeau sentiment specifically uh, was certainly at the fore there. So I think that, again, there are a number of factors that have come together, um, both uh, both domestically and, and globally, that have allowed that to be the, the core uh, narrative uh, and loud, loudest, perhaps we should say loudest uh, narrative mm -hmm. within the movement in some respects. Yeah, uh, interesting. Uh, Dr. Perry, thank you so much for your time today. Okay, thank you. That's Barbara Perry, who's director of the Center on Hate, Bias, and Extremism at Ontario Tech.